Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today. Visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com. There you will find a full list of our broadcasts from all across the technology spectrum, our social media handles, and related content. So sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up Technology Expresso, fast, hot, and intense. And hello, this is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman of Technology Expresso Radio. Welcome, everyone. Um, it's another edition of our uh, painting everything pink and the theme of pink tech and pink entrepreneurs or pinkpreneurs. And we have no other than the none other than the pink mogul. Hello, Felicia. Hello, Jacqueline. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you. Happy Pink Monday. We're going to declare it pink. (laughs) Pink Pink-tastic, right? Exactly, exactly. Everything's pink pink for us. Every day's a pink day. So that's uh, right. We're excited to have you, and um, you know today's edition is going to be thirty minutes long. So everyone, get your pad and pencils and get ready to uh, to write down uh, some great information, some great cues. You know, I've been promoting this this week. You know, saying that a lot of people are at crossroads. They're thinking about they want to leave uh, and transition from employer to entrepreneur, and so we give you this recurring series step by step to help you and talk you through that process. Uh, I've done it not too long ago. Felicia's been in the entrepreneur sector for, what, over 20 years. So she's done it it, (laughs) as a teacher. Yeah, all that. (laughs) Right, exactly. So, Felicia, let's talk about today, about building a tribe as well as attracting customers and clients. So why don't you talk talk to us a little bit about what is a tribe and and what does that mean to build a tribe? So your tribe is your following. It's people who share the same ideas, the same beliefs uh, that you share. And so um, as you begin to build your tribe, what you want to do, you want to put out what's called calls to action. So uh, if I was uh, a massage therapist and I said, you know, are you experiencing headaches more than twice a week? That's kind of a call to action. Or do you want more in your business? You know, are you not achieving your goals at the rate that you expect? Do you not have the resources that you are looking for? Are you looking for a group of women that are, you know, savvy-minded, that want something more, that are looking for abundance, freedom, and, and, a, and a secure lifestyle? You know, those are all calls to action that say, hey, that's me, I want to be a part of that, right? So when you build a tribe, uh, there's a nurturing process. Uh, People have to understand who you are. People do business with people they like, right? And so when you begin to build a tribe, you're putting your message out there, and people are either agreeing with your message or disagreeing. And if they're agreeing, they're probably going to be a part of your tribe, especially if you're nurturing them through information and resources. 
Absolutely. Let, let me ask you a question. As we talk about building a tribe sometimes, uh, people get attracted to you. They see your energy. They see your success. Do you do you also have to weigh out, because sometimes people come with their own agenda, um, and, and that's what concerns me sometimes, is that people come across like they um you know, are attracted to your message, but then at the same time, they're trying to further their cause. How how do you find balance? Hey, one of these, we always talk about. You know what that sounded like. You know what it sounded like dating. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> sounded a lot like dating. Here's the thing: um, we never know other people's agenda, right? But if you're clear in your agenda, if you're solid about what it is that you're doing, guess what's not going to happen? You're not going to jump on somebody else's bandwagon because you're clear about what it is that you're doing, who it is that you want to touch, and what your message is. And when those things happen, you don't have to worry about what somebody else's agenda is, right? And if they do try to come to you with theirs, you can quickly set them straight in regards to what you're about. Um, It's when you're indecisive and not sure of who you are, what your message is, or what you even stand for, that you begin to have problems in those areas. So I think clarity is a big part in client attraction and building your brand. If you're not clear about, see, here's, let me back up. You got to know what problem you solve, right? Everybody solves a a problem, whether you have a product or service, right? So you got to be clear. So clarity has to come first about, okay, I solve this particular problem for my client or customer by giving them this solution, this product, whatever it is that you do. When you're clear about that, then you know who to attract because now you can build a client profile based on people's needs, them needing your product or service. Mm-hmm. So so important, and you know, I I think that what you say it, it just rolls off your tongue, and uh, you know, but um, for some people, they <laughs> understand. <laughs> you know, th- this takes a a lot of you know, like you said, focus for one thing. You've got to be clear about where you are. Otherwise, it's so easy because there's so many people out there with great ideas, very passionate. Um, can draw you in. And that's what I see. I see people kind of uh, wavering and wiggling and swaying and, you know, going back and forth. But based on what you just said, it's not, you know, that the, that, you know, people should not approach you about their ideas. You've got to be strong in where you stand. So it falls back on your shoulders that when you're going out there, whether it's networking, supporting others, you've got to be strong. You've got to know where the support ends and um, where sometimes you have to support at a distance too, but just not getting drawn in to where you're getting pulled off a course where you're supposed to be going for your mission and your vision. Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. That's exactly right. So there's a process. Um, A lot of times when I work with my clients and we're putting their blueprint together, the first thing we tackle is who you are and what your position in the marketplace is. you got to be clear, and when I say who you are, um, are you a relationship, lifestyle advocate? Are you doing things like – Uh, Are you doing things like producing a product that solves a particular issue that someone's having? So you've got to be clear about who you are so that you can then determine your position in the marketplace. So there's a process to doing that. 
Absolutely. And that's where some of that coaching comes along, especially if you've been struggling with that particular piece. Some people can do it off on their own. Some people think they can do it on their own. Uh, if year after year they're coming back to the same place, that's, uh, that's when you've got to revisit that. Let me um, – Right. Let me um, – let's talk about the, the tribe. And um, we, I think we're getting a little bit of feedback there, but um, I, can you hear me okay? We'll, we'll keep going. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Excellent. So with the, the tribe, talk about some of the people that need to be in your tribe. Should it be everyone that looks and talks like you and agrees with you? Um, I, I know that's kind of a leading question, <laughs> but uh, talk about the different people and types of people that need to be in your tribe. So that that's kind of a loaded question. <laughs> and and let me tell you why. Because the whole thing when it comes to uh building your tribe is really centered around you, right? Because it's not your business, it's not your product. People attract to people they feel that they have something in common with. So when forming your group, you have to you almost have to put out uh, questions or, or polls, and what will begin to happen is conversation will begin to happen. And then they'll begin to talk. Of, your name will be in people's mouths, which means people are then, other people are going to be attracted to you. You know, there's a process to growing a tribe. Um, tri- a tribe are people of like-minded. So I, I doubt that people who don't agree with you will be in your tribe. They're just not. Um, your tribe are people who like and love you. Like they love your message. They're going to show up wherever you show up. They're going to support you. Um, you're probably, so if somebody doesn't agree with what you're saying, nine times out of ten, they're not going to be in your tribe. Because these are all people that have something in common with you. That's what a tribe is. Absolutely. So you you have a a tribe that those are the your your support group and um, right. like you said they're 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 to cheer you on and to believe in in there. There there's other people your in your support network your community yes. Mhm. That yeah uh, they, they, it's like uh, it's like your neighborhood you know it's like when you were growing up and it, and all the kids would come outside and play you know it it is that's kind of what I liken it to. Um, everybody's happy to see each other. What are we talking about today? What's going on? Uh, what message are we sharing? Like everybody wants to know. Um, it, it, it helps to increase their confidence. It helps people to connect with other people, and it, and it pushes them to challenge themselves. Um, I know that's what I do with my tribe and in my community. Those are some of the things that I focus on because what I want to do is I want to keep my tribe. Uh, my tribe is female entrepreneurs. So I I post. The things I talk about, um, everything I do is centered around taking them to the next level, whether it's mentally, emotionally, or with their business profession. Exactly, exactly. And I, and I think along those lines, if, if you have, uh, you know, truly uh, your, your tribe as well, they will be honest with you, too. They shouldn't just say yes. Now, the, oh, yeah, they'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> So, they will they will give you straight in a heartbeat. <laughs> Absolutely. So that that's what you need in a tribe. Now let's talk about um your clients and 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 those might those are different from your tribe per se. And then, you know, 
especially when you want a more national or even international reach, how do you get beyond just your tribe? Because sometimes what you can find is that you're just, um, you know, it's great to connect with your, your tribe and them they'll be there for you. But at some point, your audience should be more clients than just your tribe members, <laughs> than a, a tribal member. So, that's, so let me What's say this. Thought? That's a little tricky, too. Let me tell you why it is. Remember that just like your clients, your tribe, they all attract to you because of your message, the problem that you solve, and how you can enhance their lives. So what happens in a lot of tribes, and I'm thinking about just across the board, um, the, cli- the, the clients come from the tribe a lot of times. Um, now, you will depend on your marketing, speaking engagement, you know, where you are. Of course, you're going to attract people who aren't in your tribe, but what happens there is eventually they become a part of your tribe. So it kind of works both ways. So they may start out your client and then become a part of your tribe if you're doing the right thing. And then if they're in the tribe and they follow you and they see what you talk about and how you help people and people are giving testimonials, then they become a client. So it kind of works both ways. Um, no, No way is right or wrong. You just have to be open to both. Um, and so if you're doing, like you said, a national or even a global campaign, it's the, the same thing is going to happen. I have people uh, in London, in Dubai, in, in different places, uh, Dominican, and, and guess what? They're my tribe, some of my clients, and, and we video conference, right? We work together. So it, it just, I guess it just depends on, um, let me say this, I wouldn't sh- shut the door on either one because they're mm-hmm. both good either way, because the one thing you know for sure is that you all share the same message, you have some commonalities, and that they find value in you. Exactly, exactly. No, that that makes uh, perfect sense. But I do know, um, you know, and and just just a, a quick acknowledgement of our listeners. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And we're talking with Felicia Phillips, known as the Pink Mogul, and you can follow her at Pink Mogul. Uh, she is the founder of the Pinkpreneur Network. Um, and there's some great, some really great pink stuff going on. Um, and <laughs> As you guys always uh, hear us talk about also the Pink Tech, uh, we're looking forward to December 30th for the next Pink Tech Summit uh, where all of the women um, come back together and it's going to be a bit of a reunion uh, as well Uh as new uh, people to the network to talk about all the things that we've achieved over this year um, in that arena. Um, so you're, we're talking again, and like I said, with Felicia Phillips, the, the pink mogul, about building your tribe and about finding your customers, building building your customer base. Um, you know, Felicia, one of the things I wanted to say, too, is that uh, some people struggle. Um, some people, and, and I, I tend to say, or, and we know about people who are introverted, so what they might have is a harder time um, breaking out of their inner circle. Their tribe is too small. Um, would you say mm-hmm. is tribe too So they small? don't have a tribe then. Time they to grow. have a community. They have a small community. Because a tribe is, is you know, quite a few people. You know, you may have hundreds of people. Um, they may have a group of supporters at that level, right, Cause, because you're saying they don't have a, a, enough people supporting them, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
and and so you want to know what should they do. And I'm letting you finish the sentence. Oh yeah, what should they do to 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 grow? Uh, sort of what you said be um, beyond a community where it could be considered a tribe. You know, they have their supporters, friends, and family. But uh, other than that, that immediate circle, it's time to grow their tribe. Okay, so so how that that happens uh, when they begin to share their message, right? So uh, let me back up before I even had a tribe, uh, or even let me say this before I knew I had a tribe. Um, mm-hmm. I was consistently sharing my message uh, on different platforms, and what I began to notice is the feedback, right? So I would I did a test. I remember I would put messages out of other people, meaning other quotes of other people. And then I would put my own messages out. And I noticed that when I put my own messages out, my own beliefs, um, what I thought my purpose was, and I began to share my purpose and my passion, I had an overwhelming response to that. And that's how I began to discover who my tribe was because they came to me. Um, You know, not always when you build it. So you have, there is a process to building a tribe. So there is a difference. Like you can just have a community of supporters. That's one thing. A tribe is something different because like your vision is their vision. Your passion is their passion. What you believe in, like, this is not an overnight thing. It's not a fad. It's not a a passing trend. These people are deeply rooted in what it is that you do, what it is that your purpose is. So if, for me, I consider myself a change agent for female entrepreneurs, I'm a catalyst for them. So the the people that follow me, as the kids say, they're ride or die. Mm-hmm. Because they believe in the same thing, right? They're amb- they're global ambassadors of the community, um, and it's not. And what I understand is the community is not about me; it's about them. So when when you're trying to build your tribe, the focus isn't really you; it's the message that you put out put out and how people connect to that. And the only way they're going to connect with that is that it has to be passion and purpose there. It has to be purposeful. Absolutely. And and what I will say is clearly, you know, Felicia, the, those people who are around you, they know and feel your energy and your passion. And, you know, there's, there's two parts. It, it, uh, one, I would say, is making your presence known. You know, one of the things, you know, indirectly is that um, for people to know about you, you have to go about and among the people. You have to network, um, mm-hmm. you know, accept these various engagements. You have to put yourself out there, make yourself acceptable. Yeah. Um, and almost, and, and tell me your feelings on this, you know, almost not as much emotionally as physically. Because I, I really do feel like, and I, I've watched you work a room, that, that people really feel like you're talking to them individually. They feel it, and it's very genuine. Yeah. It's, as you call it, heart So center. interesting. Yeah, it's so interesting that you would say that because, you know, we just came off of Biz Camp 2016 this weekend. And 
one of the things I asked the ladies, because what we were talking about was fearless speaking, and we even talked about, you know, client attraction, how people, what people attract to you. And I asked them, I said, do you feel my energy? Do you, it's more than just hearing what I'm saying to you. Do you feel it? And unanimously they all said yes. Now, is that something you can teach somebody? I'm not really sure of that. I think it's something that you have to be born with. Um, and great, all great leaders are born with that. Dr. King, um, Steve Jobs, they just had a way of connecting. Mother Teresa had a way of connecting with people. And when you see it or when you feel it, it like you said, you've been around me, you know it. It's like you can just recognize it. Um, it's nothing that I've I've truly I can say that I've worked on, but I have, um, and I just have to say it this way because I don't know any other way to say it. I prayed about it. I prayed about it that my intentions be pure, that uh, everything I say, everything I do, um, be righteous. In that I understand that when people come to me, uh, they're coming to me because they need help. And I take that very seriously. And people want, everybody wants to feel important. Everybody wants to know that when they get in front of you that they have, their, that they have your undivided attention and that you're going to have their best interest uh, at hand. And that's very important to me. And so when I teach, when I speak, that exudes from me. Does that make sense? Oh, it totally does. You're you're touching lives, and, and something you said that was so important. Those you you connect with the fact that people need need you. They need help, and that that's why they're coming to you. So you you take that on and um, want to do what you can to to help them. And you know sometimes, and let's talk about because I actually do have a, a question from uh, a caller that that uh, wrote in has been following the, the um, and. Yours, your business is kind of the the coaching arena, but um, some people who have products, I think that they should still have that same mindset. And I want to get your opinion on: Does this still apply to the product? Because sometimes um, yes. you know, we say everyone's a salesperson, but you don't want to come. It's not about just selling your product. If that's the case, then you're not making that genuine connection. And what are your yeah? So. Let me tell you, it's, it's so I've I've uh, I've done MLM, I've sold products. Um, let me say this: people connect with you first, then they buy your product. I don't care how good or how bad your product is. Do you know how many times I bought product from people just because I just love them and they have the best personality and I just you know you know how you just jive with somebody. People do business with people they like. If I like you, I'm gonna what support you, which means I'm gonna buy your product. Everybody, whether you have a product or whether you have a service, we're all salespeople. If we don't sell, we don't eat. We don't make any money. And the only way you're going to be able to sell to get someone to buy your product is they're going to have to like you. And it sounds crazy, but it's the truth because people connect with you first. No matter what your company is, then they buy your product.
Absolutely. You, you know, one of the things, that, and this is one of uh, the other, uh, like I said, someone had written in this question, uh, what if they're an author? So they're writing a book, and what they're saying is a book. So they don't necessarily connect with everyone that is that, mm-hmm. that is target market, but still, um, there, there still is that due diligence about connecting with people. What are your thoughts about uh, or message to people who are authors? Blogging. Blogging, mm-hmm. blogging, blogging. Because what blogging is going to do, especially when you tag it and tie your SEOs, it's going to draw people into you. And in your blog, there should be a link uh, that ties them to the book. So whatever your book is about, there should be 12 points within that book that you can bring out. And you could write a blog a month that draws people to you right, that shares whatever your message, knowledge base, whatever your book is about, and then that's going to bring you more exposure, right, because blogging brings exposure, and that's going to bring exposure to your book. Um, I would be getting speaking engagements. If I was an author, you need to have a a one sheet, a speak or a media kit about you, about your book, so that you can be getting speaking engagements, which is going to help you sell your book. Um, Those are the things that I would be doing. Uh, as an author and have done as an author. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, because you yes, you've been a part of uh, several books yourself, so you're speaking firsthand. And and that's something that people have to to realize. I I watch different actors and even uh the different artists when a movie comes out or they drop an album, they have to go on the speaking circuit, so to speak. They've that's to right. Use and talk shows, and some of them cannot stand it. But it's it's actually in their contract, you know. And, and they sometimes uh, get a, you know uh, admonished for not you know making the circuit. But they have to make themselves accessible. And I go back to there's some people that that's not necessarily their comfort zone. But at the same time, I think you've said it several times today, and just want to reiterate it. People aren't just buying that product. They're also they're they're connecting with you. They have they want to like you. They want to know you. They yes. want to know yes. that you don't want to get you know you just not walk around trying to get your hands in their their wallet. That you really um, are interested in them as well. So it's a two way street, you know. And and I think that it is. That's one of the, my key takeaways. You know. Um, our time is flying by here, so I, I want to let you know, kind of give you the the last word with our our audience, you know, about this. Any other uh, closing remarks that you might have for our audience today? Yes, yes, definitely. The one thing I want uh, everyone to realize is is the ability to connect without intention. If you can learn how to connect without intention and build real relationships. Whatever you're seeking, guess what? It's going to find you and seek you, meaning this. If I get to know you, guess what you're going to do? You're going to start talking to me. And through conversation, I'll find out what your need is, where you need to be strengthened, um, how my services or my product can help you. And then I can serve you. And then you're going to be more open to me serving you. Why? Because we have a relationship. So connect without intention Get to know the person. Get to know how you can serve them. Because what you may find out is you don't even want to do business with this person, right? So don't always be so eager to sell as soon as you meet someone, you know, to throw your product or what you do in someone's face as soon as you meet them. Meet them with a hello. How are you? Who are you? Get to know them. Know something about them. 
And then that way you have a relationship, and a relationship is going to last longer than a one-time sale. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, excellent. Thank you so much, Felicia, for your time today. I know you're busy. You're recovering from this past weekend. Any uh, upcoming events that you want to share with our our audience? Yes, I do. So um, March 8th is International Women's Day. Uh, We're going to be having our International Women's Day luncheon on March 8th from 1130 to 1 p.m., and we'd love to see all of our professional women there. Uh, We're going to be, there are two women we're going to be honoring, and we'd love to have everybody come out and support them and just the great work that they've done. It's a great time to connect. Uh, to meet other people, you got to have lunch. Why not have it with us? And you can go to the pinkpreneurnetwork.com to get more information about it. That sounds fabulous. And I will be there, so I'm looking forward to it. Yay! And uh, <laughs> looking forward to all of the Technology Expresso Pink Tech audience, BDPA. Uh, come on out. Like you said, if you got to have lunch, why not have it with some super women? So looking forward to that. That's right. Well, we will will let you go and look forward to talking to you again in two weeks to continue our topic of going from employer to entrepreneur. And we'll have an extended hour and open up our phone lines if some of our listeners would like to share with us some of their progress along our path. We're about halfway through this series, and we've been sharing, Felicia's been sharing some phenomenal tips. So apply those and give us some feedback. So we hope to hear from you next week. Uh, in two weeks, as a matter of fact, talking with Felicia. In the meantime, go ahead and get your tickets for the uh, March 8th event on Eventbrite. So with that, thank you, Felicia, for our audience. Stay tuned. i got a word from some great sponsors. There's some great networking events actually coming up here in Atlanta. And I uh, also want to share with you some of our other media partners. So stay tuned. Thank you again, Felicia. Thank Hello, you. Hello, everyone. It's Jerron Grant from Technology Espresso, and I wanted to stop by and share with you all a great organization that I stumbled upon. The Professional Diversity Network wants better jobs for all Americans. When you join this network, you will increase your chances of getting hired, working the job that you love to do. Find a job that works for you at a company that's recruiting talented, diverse professionals. Visit www.prodivnet.com. The Professional Diversity Network also works with companies and organizations that specifically look to hire women, Hispanics, African Americans, LGBTs, military veterans, Asians, and professionals with disabilities. Create a profile today and start applying for jobs. Find your perfect opportunity and match. Also check out the new tool, Resonate, that will help score your resume. You can also view the professional diversity calendar for events and job career opportunities in your town. To find out more about jobs, careers, and networking events, go to www.prodivnet.com. And also follow the Professional Diversity Network on Facebook and Twitter. The upcoming events include January 18th at the Minneapolis Convention Center, February 9th at the NBC Suites at the Dallas Market Center, and February 23rd at the NBC Suite, Crystal City, Washington, D.C. Thanks for listening.
Hello, you are listening to Technology Espresso, a podcast PR and communication service provider. We are proud of our partnerships with Diversity in Action magazine, and this month's issue is dedicated to education and includes articles on internships, scholarships, financing the future, BDPA high school computer competitions, as well as articles on women of color, and featuring an article on the urban arts and technology partnerships. You can view the latest issue online at diversityinaction.net. Like Technology Espresso, Diversity in Action wants to keep you informed and aware of tomorrow's trends today, not after the fact. So thanks for listening, and download the Technology Espresso app via Google Play Store or on iTunes, and send us your feedback. BDPA is an international organization with a diverse membership of professionals and students at all levels in the fields of information technology, computer science, and related STEM fields. Members are actively engaged in serving the community through outreach and charting the future of the IT industry. The BDPA's model is advancing careers from the classroom to the boardroom. For the last 38 consecutive years, BDPA has held national conferences. This year's event will be held August 10th through the 13th at the West End Hotel in Atlanta, Georgia. Registration is now open. Visit BDPA.org to find out more about local chapters. BDPA has over 46 chapters across the United States and is always looking to launch new chapters. BDPA also has student information, technology education, and scholarship programs, and even a national high school computer competition program. Students have the opportunity to learn and explore potential careers in technology, as well as learning leadership skills to work well with the team. Students that participate in the computer competition can win college scholarships from major corporations looking for young talents. BDPA's National Conference also includes a career fair for job seekers. So mark those dates, August 10th through the 13th at the Westin Hotel in Atlanta, Georgia. Register early and pass it on. The technology industry will continue to have jobs and business opportunities. Technology skills and aptitude will be a must for all. Industries and tech-related skills will allow job seekers to demand higher salaries. If you are a minority serious about a career in IT and you are not a member of BDPA, you are not really serious about your future. So log on now to BDPA.org to get started. Hello, Javon Grant here. Just stopping by to thank our Tech Expresso listeners and Board of Advisors for helping to plan some really great programs and series for our 2016 calendar. We have six repeating series. Each series addresses different categories and topics that our listeners rated based on last year's episodes. Series one is called Ask an Analyst with Coop of B2T Training. This series touches on one of the hottest growing careers and small business opportunities on the market and also covers key topics like Agile and Critical Thinking. Series two is our spotlight on headlines related to science, technology, engineering, and math. 
We will cover headlines from the top diversity magazine publishers and will include interviews with those editors of those magazines. Series 3, STEM Unsung, is a series to recognize and interview ambassadors and thought leaders and even some living legends, so stay tuned. Series 4, Next Generation STEM. This spot's like the next generation. In this series, we focus on the millennials and the young professionals that are taking the lead in embracing STEM. Series 5, STEAM Fusion. This talks about the blending of the arts and STEAM, featuring topics like music technology and how STEAM relates to music. We will be interviewing artists, educators, and spotlighting softwares and hardwares used by innovators in this area. Last but not least, Series 6, The Pink Tech Cafe, which features Felicia Phillips, the pink mogul and creator of Pink Panor and the Pink Tech Summit. This series is a joint dialogue with Felicia and Jacqueline Sanders Blackman, walking entrepreneurs through the 12 steps of going from employee to entrepreneur. For more details on times and dates, or even how to be a guest, go to www.technologyexpresso.com and get a copy of our digital menu for the 2016 year. Thanks for listening.